0: Hey guys, welcome to this week episode of Team Cat Home, My Radio today. Welcome back, and I'm happy that you guys are here today because I just came back. I just came back from a meeting for the SGA um, at, ter- at two to three p.m. P- p- so. You can tell my voice is a little bit tiring because I had to speak in there for only a couple of minutes. So, what we have for today is the Hong Kong Security Bureau warns that the disbanded group will remain criminally liable, at least for them, after the pro-democracy union coalition faults. After 31 years, the Hong Kong Confederation of Trade Union, the group that's one of the largest trade unions ever, will announce that they will be disbanding completely. Hong Kong Security Bureau have already repeated the warnings that the group will be remain liable for any criminal offences, even if they were disbanded, which which makes no sense, of course. they gone, they gone. So, after members of the major trade union coalition vote to shut down, the latest numerous pro-democracy groups to fold is actually one of the latest. Currently, the Hong Kong Confederation Trade Union announced its formal decision during a special general meeting on Sunday evening, signed the current political climate with Chairperson Jill Wong, said it would prop, will follow prop, proper disbandment procedures over the next two months. The coalition leaders said they hoped that the workers will still able to regroup and fight for, for a democratic Hong Kong. Where there is oppression, there will be resistance. This is a time that, that, that will test our resilience and wisdom without the banner of these HKCTU. I believe members who are here today, we will support each other, which is what Wong said. Our hope is that Hong Kong workers can again band together and fight for a democratic society. We believe that as long there are people, our story will continue to be written, Vice Chair Liu Tong. The group had met with the press conference, reads. Whatever happens, we will still be together. He add. He added. Although the con- confederation has disbanded, the group's of individual member union have decided to keep operating for as long as possible. In late September, they announced they would be disbanding already, citing threats of members' personal safety. It came after an attack from back media and rumors that it became the next target. The coalition was actually founded. Founded in. And founded 31 years ago until recently, represented over 145,000 workers from 93 separate trade groups covering broad spectrum, including aviation, construction, catering, retail, and social welfare, and so on. In response to the group announcements, the Security Bureau reiterates warnings that the group will not evade liability for any criminal offenses through disbanding. The organization and its members. Shall remain criminally liable for the offense they have committed, notwithstanding its disbandment or resignation of its members. A statement which was read on Monday morning. If here's the thing, if they disband they don't need to do anything with it anymore. They're gone. No, they're not your. They're not your um your problem anymore. The police will continue to spare no effort in pursuing legal liabilities of any organizations and persons suspect of violating the Hong Kong National Security Law or other laws of Hong Kong, which is something they can throw in your face. The Bureau also vowed to continue investigating local groups, for instance of foreign funding, if a potential offense under the national security law. We will conduct through thorough investigation and respect of those local organizations which have received donations from foreign political organizations and will request them to provide information and, or will take other measures as required, which is what it says. Colluding with foreign forces is criminalized under the security law, which critics the as vaguely war and draconian. This came after some key pro-democracy group. Um, Teachers Union and the Hong Kong Alliance and Support for Patriotic Democratic movements of China have already disbanded already. And many of its assets has been frozen already. It has, the Hong Kong Alliance has been in three decades have already organized the TMN Square mass- massacre vigils in Victoria Park. Critics, including me, I do criticize this law, of course, have decreed, decreed that what they see is a s- systematic dismantling of Hong Kong civil society. Something that the Carrie that Carrie Lam herself would definitely deny completely. Yeah, deny. They always have to deny. Another statute actually com- is actually is going to be removed soon, but many Democrats, most of them, are vice chair of the Hong, of the Hong of the Hong Kong Alliance, asked them not to remove it. She was a vice former vice chair. Here is the University of Hong Kong not to remove the Tiananmen Square statue itself. The former chair of the group behind the annual annual commemoration of the 1989 Tiananmen Square massacre, massacre has urged the University of Hong Kong not to remove the, the pillows of shame, in honor of us to pay tribute to the victims of the Beijing bloody crackdown from its campus. Richard Choi, who was, actually, who was the vice-chair of the non-Hispanic group, in 2009, so he strongly oppose any plans to remove the statue, which is seen as an attempt to erase the, history, the memory and history of the massacre. Rumors have swirled in recent days that the university planned to remove the statue, but the university have already, com- have already denied commenting anyway. Many many of the Hong Kong people treated the pillars as a symbol or image about June 4th, which is what Toy said in the Hong Kong Free Press on Sunday. Any removal of the pillar of shame will definitely give the impression that Hong Kong university authorities are trying to erase all ideas and also the image of June Fourth in Hong Kong. For those who don't know about June Fourth, about what happened June Fourth, the, the, the June Fourth protest, the June Fourth massacre, ended in a, a, a ended a month student led demonstration in China, estimated about h- hundreds and thousands of people were killed by the People's Liberation Army that were deployed in Beijing. Toi, who also served as the vice chair of the Democratic Party, urges the university to listen to the opinions of the student body and luminize before making any decision. The Alliance, who received that artwork in 1997 as a gift, voted last month to disband after crackdown under the national security law, saw its leadership arrested and charged. And everything including the property are completely seized completely. The pillar of shame, an eight-meter-tall statue, towards the by created by Danish artist Jens Galske. Has stood at the university for twenty-four years, which is a lot. Students and activists traditionally carried an annual washing of the monument to pay tribute to those who lost their life during the Tiananmen Square massacre. He. Tori said, although the ownership of the artwork is unclear, the universe has sought Alliance's permission and consulted with the group when the pillars were relocated within the campus 10 years ago. The university authorities in the past basically treated the Hong Kong Alliance still retain the ownership of the pillar of shame, as they said. They had declined comments on the rumors on Monday, nor did they respond when it asked if it guaranteed a scat the sculpture would have been remaining on the campus. The university will review risk management measures and facilities usage on campus from time to time and will not respond to speculative reports, which is what statement that the Hong Kong Free Press actually read. Earlier this year, the university cut ties with the Student Union, which has supported the 2019 pro-democracy protests, citing legal risk. It has since pulled down pro-democracy displays from its campus and assures serves not to tarnish the school's reputation. It's getting pretty, pretty horrible though. Four of its students have been arrested for advocating terrorism under, under the national security law after the union passed a declaration expressing sympathy with the man who committed suicide after stabbing an officer. They later retracted the motion and the leadership stepped out shortly. But it still sparked anger nonetheless. Nothing to see there, guys. New Hong Kong security law, Article 23. Um, article 23 is basically an article that spurred, pro- spurred thousands and hundreds of protests, or millions of protests in Hong Kong back in 2003. It will only affect a small group of people, which is what a top officials said. I guess they say is what they are gonna say. Holland is expected to pass its own national security law on, on in the first half of the year, but it will only affect small people, according to one of the influential pro Beijing politicians. Even if we legislate Article Twenty Three on National Security Law, actually it actually will impact only a small group of people, not the majority. The consequences had warned repeatedly to stop, or else they'll face legal consequences. This was said by Tom Yu-chung, who is one of the sole delegates to the China, China National People's Congress. Chief Executive Carrie Lam made a similar pledge when Beijing implements a separate national security law. She said it only talked to, talk to the small minority people. Since then, over 150 people have already been arrested under the security law, and dozens of social, uh, civil society groups, including the organizers of the city's annual TMX Grimm rituals, Happens as bad as well. How do we stop. Foreign forces from using Hong Kong. To spur and harm national security. And affect the development. Of, of the country. Which is what. Tom um, Yuchum said on uh, commercial radio. These are not directly. Not uh, directly. Relevant to. Ordinary citizens. Because, uh, because ordinary citizens won't do these things. It's only a small group of people. With ulterior motives. Or those who brought who were brought that would do these things. Many people still protest unless there's nothing you can do about it. The city's security chief said last week, that yeah, it was the best time since Hong Kong's handover to legislate, legislate the Article 23. If you guys don't know about Article 23, Article 23 of the Basic Laws did um, stipulates that the Hong Kong government shall enact laws on its own to prohibit anything from treason secession sedition subversion espionage etc anything that's anything pretty much anything that that Beijing does not actually like against the central government basically the administration's first attempt to do so was in two on two and two on three, which sparks a horrible mass, which sparks a massive protest. With reportedly 500,000 headcounts and then the resignation of the then Secretary for Security, Virginia Ip. Yep, the bush tailed woman, anyway. Bush headed woman, sorry. The government had already had enough votes to pass the law, but it hadn't raised, but it hadn't, has been raised since the 2003 debacle. Tom was actually sanctioned by US authorities back in, back in January. Since the national security law has been imposed, it criminalizes anything that has, that goes against the Communist Party, which were broadly defined to be including disruption of transport and other infrastructure and many other things. The huge water filled barricades outside of the government's headquarters, the legislature and other buildings erected during sometimes sometimes violent protests of twenty nineteen are being removed. Chief Secretary John Lee said Hong Kong's safety, safety and stability had returned as a result of the security law. Hong Kong's national security laws saw an immediate result. Destructive and counter-revolutionary powers have fully diminished. External forces dare not to openly intervene in Hong Kong, Lee wrote in his blog post. Hong Kong's safety and stability has returned. Citizens' lives, lives are back to normal. How back to normal are they? I don't even know. Because the Hong Kong government, what they say is what they're going to say. They're going to deny everything. They're going to deny everything. So whatever you're going to hear is what is going to shove it right down everybody's freaking throat. So what do you expect? Hong Kong Hong Kong activists around the world staged protests. This happened it spread around to multiple countries. Many, many of them were exiled Hong Kongers, including Taiwan, Britain, the US, and even and also Australia. Organized the demonstration and rallies on October 1st, when the communists celebrated the 1949 founding. They accused the Chinese of th- authorities of violating human rights in Hong Kong and Xinjiang, and called for a resistance against the Communist Party, who deemed them as an oppressor. And to be honest, they are oppressors anyway, so whatever. The protests in Taiwan, a number of pro-democracy groups, mainly most of or are exiled people, or even just pro-democracy supporters. They staged a rally in Taipei on Friday night with a de-resist China and team up to back human rights. Among the organizers were Hong Kong Outlanders, founded by Hong Kongers based in the island nation. Flags bearing Liberate Hong Kong revolutionary of Time slogan was spotted at the scene. The 8-word mantra has been banned under, in Hong Kong after the government said it carried pro-independence connotation. While the Thai court affirmed that in July that it was capable of carrying separate separating Hong Kong from China, some participants also brought Hong Kong independence flag, snow flag, a a Tibetan flag that was used for the Tibetan independence movement. Group urged Taiwanese people to block what they say pre-mation of Chinese capital and to boycott the twenty twenties um winter's Olympic Games in Beijing. They also call the Taiwanese legislative UN to review the act governing ratio with Hong Kong and Macau, as well passing a bill to require the executive UN to pen an annual report on the human rights condition. And Democrat Taiwan, we can do what we want freely say what we want, the Hong Kong outlier wrote on Facebook, we want the world to know that even under China's severe oppression, we still persistently unitedly withstand China's power and uphold human rights and democratic values. Participants will also present a portrait of Xi Jinping upside down and later drawing a cross and profanities on the photo. They also upturned a Chinese national flag. Taipei's counselor. Ling Ying Meng, Sabrina Lim, and Meredith Wong attend the meeting in Jinan Road. The crowd also, there was also protests in Britain as well. Crowd gathered at the Piccadilly Circus in London on Friday in solidarity with the campaign for democracy for Hong Kongers, Uyghurs, and even Tibetans. Some attend these wore yellow face masks and hold yellow umbrellas in color for, for the pro-democracy movement in 2014 to 2019. Similar to its overseas rallies liberate Hong Kong, flags were seen fluttering in the wind, together with Hong Kong's British colonial flag and the Tibetan flag. Nash, the national flag of Hong Kong was destroyed in flames, while headshots of Xi with a huge accent face were also torched as well. Prominent activist and ex-legislator Nathan Law who attended the rallies soon after return from New York he said October first was a symbolic date for Hong Kong's abroad to gather and remind each other to fight against China's infringement of democracy and freedom. He said Hong Kong must strive to build a sense of identity and cohesion after moving overseas. Maintaining Hong Kong's local culture is very important. We need to let the second and third generation of of Hong Kong immigrants know Cantonese and Hong Kong's history of resistance. It's not just um, Taiwan and Britain. The United States is very common. Hong Kong self-exile activist Ba lung who fled to seek asylum, took part, took part in a protest outside the Chinese embassy in Washington, D.C. On Friday, the former lo- leader of the localist group Youngspiration, now a member of the Hong Kong Hong Kong Liberation Coalition, supporting Hong Kong's living in exile, set fire to the Chin- Chinese national flag and the CCP flag to voice their opposition as well. The coalition described October 1st, day and morning, for Hong Kong signing the Lama, the Lama Island and Fury Coalition in two thousand twelve, that killed thirty nine people and a secondary student protester who was injured by a live round during a national day protest in two thousand nineteen. Perhaps the political environment in Hong Kong will make it more and more difficult to organize those protest activities, but other Hong Kongers must continue to pass on the truth until the day our revolution succeeds, which is what the coalition wrote on Facebook. Similar. Similar scenes of flag burning was by in San Francisco when a group of Hong Kongers protests outside the Chinese embassy in the Californian city. They also set fire to portrait Xi, which is what Stan News reported. And also Australia, over in over in Australia, Hong Kong's fugitive activist Ted Hui attended. Well, he's not. In my opinion is not a fugitive. Of course, he's a fugitive to the Hong Kong government. Not a fugitive to us. He's a hero. Attended a rally organized by Hong Kongers and Alba <clears throat> I don't even know how to pronounce the, the city's name. You guys can look it up. You guys can help me out. <clears throat> the protest against what they saw as oppression of human rights by the Chinese Communist Party. One of the demonstrations was held outside Alba, Alba Central Plaza. Where protesters brought yellow umbrellas and presented a banner. That reads, back off China. Strong stands with Hong Kong. They also rally against the alleged human rights violations of Uyghurs. Hui also called on short to question. Those celebrating China's actual denaz. why they're not ashamed of Beijing's moves to trample human rights. As long as there are pr- political prisoners in Hong Kong who were convicted because of their speech, and as Uyghurs continue to face genocide, October 1st will be the only day for us to complain about the Communist Party. Former lawmaker fled Hong Kong last December while he's on court bear and eventually settled in the capital city state of South Australia. In March in March to live in exile. The ex Democratic Party members are facing was facing several criminal cases in Hong Kong. There were links to the twenty nineteen protests. as well. Acts such as burning flags, proto democracy symbols, checking liberate Hong Kong slogans, um, are considered illegal in Hong Kong. So until we are not scared of the comments part. So to you guys, please stand up now. And that's it for today. And we'll be there will be more news coming out pretty much on every single Monday and Friday. And most of these news are, are from Hong Kong Free Press. The most reliable, reliable news that we can ever find about Hong Kong. Hope you guys enjoyed hearing me doing my podcast today. And we'll see you guys Friday. Or Saturday depends. But see you guys next time. This is team can't hold my signing out. Can't hold my radio. It's on on every Monday and every Friday. Can't hold my radio. Welcome to the show. Thank you.